0: Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of Terrell Talk. On today's show, we'll be talking about the Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee Vols, and a little bit about the MLB. Uh, Today, we have my granddad, who's uh, for the first time on this podcast as a special guest. Say hi.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And of course, we have my dad, who has done the other three with me as well.
2: The The old steady. Yeah. Okay,
0: so... Me and my granddad and my brother and my grandmother had the privilege of going to the Titans practice today and standing on the field and watching all the players practice. So uh, we're going to talk a a little bit about that. And so, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. I think uh, some of the top players were probably Corey Davis played very well. Uh, Adoree Jackson played very well. Mm, Who else do you think?
1: Uh, I think uh, Derrick Henry looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Deion Lewis br- looked pretty good.
1: I think generally the the offense looked good today. I think there have been other days where yeah. they, they didn't look so good, but today uh, Mariota was kind of on target, and uh, the seven-on-seven seven type stuff they did, since they weren't in pad, full pads, they were just in shells, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the defense wasn't in full rush. But for what they did, I thought the wide receivers looked really good and Mariota was sharp.
0: Yeah, I think uh, – Mario definitely looks better in game situations because he can get out of the pocket and scramble a little bit and make throws on the run. But uh, some of those times when he was doing the drills, he doesn't look. I think he's a lot better in game situation because he's not very good at just standing in the pocket and throwing. He's not very elite at that. So I think he looks uh, good in the scrimmage games, but uh, when he's just standing and throwing, I think he's not uh, as good and not as a... He's not a very big weapon out of just the pocket. I think his speed is what uh, can make him an elite quarterback. Do
2: his throwing mechanics still look like a middle schooler?
0: Yeah. Uh, he looks better. Last year, of course, he was terrible. He, Well, he, he, back, he was not terrible. His, his mechanics were terrible, and he just. He doesn't step Nothing up and deliver
2: the ball and, and fire his arm through and, yeah. and get
1: through the ball. He throws off his back foot
2: a lot.
0: Today he did. He he looked pretty good. In he that. looked good today. Yeah. That's
2: good.
1: I think it's pretty clear he's going to run the ball more this year because he had a lot of rollouts and right. practice scrambling.
0: That's and, what he was good at and, and throwing on the run.
1: And uh, many times he just pulled it down and took five or ten or fifteen yards if he thought he could get yeah. it. Of course, these are not, you know, real game situations. They're kind of seven-on-seven. Yeah. Seven, but he was looking to run quite a bit today, I thought.
0: Yeah. So tell me more
1: about Corey Davis. I'm kind of interested. It's important for him to emerge
0: he this caught, year. He probably caught five catches in the – they probably had – so they had the starting – the first team D for first team O. They had one red zone session. They had, I think, two just – playing drives where they started at the 50 and tried to score a touchdown, and then one uh, two-minute offense drive. And I think Corey Davis probably caught five or six balls, two for probably 20-plus, and one of them was a great play where he was in the slot, and he uh, uh, Malcolm Butler was on him, and he did a a 10-yard out and then uh, up, so like an out. Out and up. What'd you call it? Out and up. Yeah. And uh, he burned Malcolm Butler for a touchdown in one of the uh, sequences. So yeah, I, and he caught a uh, one post over the middle for a touchdown, I think, too. In nice. the red zone. It's
1: good to hear. He looked better today. Yeah. That's Important. Yeah. He and when he caught the long pass uh, against Butler, I mean Mario to put it right. Yeah, that on was the money. a great throw. Uh, 50, uh, he must have thrown it forty or fifty yards down the mm-hmm. field. Yeah. What about defensively? Any players
2: stand out that you saw today?
0: Adoree Jackson had a very nice play, and he uh, he just looks really athletic. I told you that in the car. How fast and is he in person? He's just crazy quick and stuff. He But uh, he had one very nice play where I don't know who the wide receiver was, but he went on a, a like a five-yard out and jumped up and caught it and had possession for a second, and Adoree Jackson jumped up and swatted the ball out of his hand. A very nice play. And uh, – we watched him punt return, and he looked good at that. He didn't muff any or anything, and he looked quick doing that. So, yeah. You're giving, we're you're giving, if you're if
2: you're giving your use, listeners the inside scoop on the Titans' practice right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Be yeah. uh, interesting to see if they use Jackson at punt return <clears throat> because there's a certain risk in that. Yeah. And, you know, he's a great cornerback. I think he played more uh, downs than any player in the NFL last year. Really? Because he played so many special teams and played defense on And offense sometimes. And a few offensive I think plays. Three or four times, maybe. So he and uh, Logan Ryan and
0: Malcolm Butler. Malcolm
1: Butler looked like a pretty good trio of cornerbacks.
0: Definitely. Did- I think, but other than the one play against Corey Davis, Malcolm Butler looked very good. He, he's really physical. You notice that automatically, even without pads on. He's uh, very. He bump. He likes to uh, get in your kitchen and kind of run you out of bounds and stuff. Just a, a very physical cornerback, which I like. And then. Uh, Logan Ryan, I mean, I didn't really notice him that much, but it's not like he gave up any big plays or anything. But I think he's just a solid player.
2: Well, before we uh, move on from the Titans, any linemen stand out? Are we all pretty much watching 7-on-7 seven seven well, stuff the whole time?
0: it's kind of hard because they didn't have on pads. So they uh, can't, like, yeah, really gotcha. rush or yeah. really block. Yeah. So, other than the lineman drills, I, th- uh, I mean, nobody really yeah, looked gotcha. great. Yeah, but they, then uh, –
1: yeah, they didn't full rush yeah. the quarterback. Gotcha. And
0: then, uh, let's see on defense. I said, what do you rate the Titans on defense?
1: Uh,
0: I give them a B. I think
1: they're going to be pretty good on defense. I think they're better on defense than they are for on for the offense.
0: practice. What do you say?
1: Uh, on the pra- uh, it's hard to rate the practice because the offense was it was set up for the offense since the yeah. defense couldn't go into full. Rush and couldn't sack the quarterback, for instance. Mm -hmm. So, but I think I thought they looked pretty good. I noticed uh, Landry a couple of times, the new guy. Harold Landry. uh, From uh, Boston College. he's What number was he? 59, I think he was. Cool. I I think. Uh, Yeah. But uh, there's Landry and uh, the other draft choice, their first draft round draft choice was, who, Will, in the last year? Corey Davis. No, no, this past year. Corey Davis was year before last.
0: Oh, uh Rashawn Evans. I didn't notice him. I didn't see I, Evans. I don't really I think he's number f- uh what number is he?
1: I, he may be out right now. Yeah, for I did some minor injury. Did
0: not notice him. But uh he yeah. But uh so the defense I thought looked okay. I think the wide receivers looked very good. I think Mariota looked pretty good at times. And then uh so yeah, I think the Titans, what's your prediction for the record
1: the titans that's a they're in a very tough division in the a f c South with Jacksonville yeah. and Texas, and if luck comes back, the Colts, yeah, so they've got to play those teams six times, then they have the Patriots and the Eagles, you know uh as out yeah. of uh division opponents, so I'll say the the Titans are going to be nine and seven
0: mm-hmm. I say. I think this might disappoint some people, but I say eight and eight is my record because I think, of course, I'm, I really don't think we'll beat the Eagles. I really don't think we'll beat the Patriots. I have a hard. I don't think our we offense. Play
2: the Steelers again this year.
0: No, but okay. I don't. I don't think our offense will do good enough against Jacksonville to really. Right. I think we might beat them once at most. Got to
1: play the Chargers in London.
0: Yeah, I think we lose to them. I think the Texans. We might lose one. I just think it's a rough year. I think we at least lose probably six games. And then I say out of the other uh 10 games, I think we might lose two or three of them. Right. So yeah, I think it I think it'll be a hard year, but at the same time I think it's good cuz we're not it's not like we're a contending team with this hard of a schedule. Right. I think that makes it better that we're a younger team and we're uh it'll make us tougher to it's have big a It's
1: a of Mariota because He's in a contract year next year. Yeah. So he, if he needs a big year this year, if he wants that mega contract.
0: Yeah. We
1: were talking about that in the car earlier. I, I think this is uh, this is. is it, for wait, people that live in—what's what, up?
0: Can I say one thing? Yeah, this is his contract expired after this year or next? It's
1: after next, but they usually oh, okay. sign them before the they go into their last year, so there's not yeah. that uncertainty.
0: Okay. I'm
2: um, just going to say, I think for those, for those of us that live in Realville— Uh, Marcus Mariota has Uh, has been so far, I would say, a disappointment for the Titans. I
0: agree. Compared
2: to what we thought. And I think his, because of his name alone, everybody still kind of associates him as being a really good player. I don't think he's been a really good player, and he's very injury prone. And if in this year, which is what, his fourth year? What year are we in? I think this is his fourth year. His fourth year, he doesn't get moving and have a good year or – I mean, I, I, I'm even going to ding him if he gets injured because I'm just tired of making right. excuses. Yeah. Then, um, uh, I'm, I, I officially said the Titans' management should start thinking about moving on. I right. Agree.
0: I think, <clears throat> uh, it like, like you said, the name just everybody associates him with being good, and I think that kind of annoys me sometimes where I feel like all the announcers always stick up for him. I think – I mean, of course, the wide receivers and everybody's supposed to stick up for him. But I think he just – they can't say anything bad about him on radio or anything. But I just think – I don't think he's lived up to the hype of being the second overall pick as the best college quarterback in the league. I mean, I think it's pretty
2: obvious these days, uh, and and probably not a fair comparison, but these are the facts – whether it's Brady, Breeze, um, Rogers, um, Rivers—I uh, Rivers. mean, there are guys that Staffing. just just get it done. You know what I mean? And you look at him and say, "That's a big-time NFL quarterback." Yeah. I do not have never seen anything in him that makes me think he's think ever going to be year. a big-time NFL. If quarterback. he wants, he right. if might if he, be a yeah. pretty good, okay I agree. quarterback. But he'll never be big time. I don't think he this can is his make the decisions show. or throw the ball, throw the ball in the
1: with all the routes necessary to be an elite quarterback. Now, if you were looking yes. for reasons to be optimistic, he does have a new offensive coordinator this year, and who's coming he, from the yeah, Rams. his
0: play style is fitting in better.
1: And it fits his style much better. Uh, and it was a pretty boring offense last year. That sort uh, of uh, exotic smash mouth, they called it. Yeah. Uh, where you know, Derek Henry <laughs> to the line. <clears throat> two times, and then throw it on third down. So uh, I think there'll be more variety in the offense. And yeah. this is the offensive coordinator who helped improve Jared Goff, Jared Goff greatly at uh, yep. the Rams. So it'll be a very good it'll be a good test. Can, can he improve Mariota a lot from what he's done previously?
2: And the if, reality is that he doesn't need to be unbelievable. I mean, the team needs to be unbelievable. And if Blake Bortles can take his team, although he played pretty well down the stretch, but overall –
0: He's, He's not Blake Bortles. Yeah.
2: If he can take his team to the cusp of the Super Bowl against the Patriots, it's a team effort. It's a team game. And yes, uh I totally agree. that's what worries me about Jacksonville. I'm telling you, that Jacksonville D has got some serious dog in it. It is a Did serious defense. It's one, not like our defense.
0: Yeah. One sec, off the topic. Did you see how uh Jalen Ramsey got suspended? No, why? He like talked bad about the media and got suspended one game for team violation. He got
1: into and I don't know if it was a fight. It was an argument about with some media, yeah. member of the media, and Jacksonville suspended him for it. So, Yeah. Um, I like him on the field. Obviously,
2: he's a real tough guy. Hayes and I were talking about him the other day, and he's somebody you definitely emulate on the field, but his off-the-field antics, I'm actually okay with them to a certain point. Now, they're going to start getting old. Yeah. Well, we're starting to reach the point where, okay, is there always something off the field, you know?
1: I mean, he's an all-pro player now. Act like one. Yeah, just be, yeah. A, be a professional. Yeah. You Has know? he had yeah, it's other like things? A rookie trying to make the league. Has um, he had other? Yeah, I think he's just always got.
2: He's always kind of saying Turbans, this or saying that. Again, I like him. I'm not. I'm not. I just think be a professional. You know. Yeah, I
0: agree. The, but the,
1: uh, will one more thing I'd say about the practice? Yeah. And this is just a general comment. You sort of have to get down close to the field and close to the players to understand how quick and how fast yes. pro football players are. Oh, I yeah. mean, they are unbelievable athletes. Really.
0: Even Derrick Henry, he looks like the fastest person like you've like ever a seen.
1: man out there. <laughs>
0: he looks like the. F-
1: we'll
2: say look bigger than Taylor Lewan. Well, oh, just does. his
0: body mass just looks bigger than anybody I've ever seen.
1: Outrunning safeties. Yeah. You know, um, uh,
0: he just is crazy athlete. His he just needs to get his feet are kind of slow at the line of scrimmage, and if he can work on that, he's a scary running back in my opinion. Yeah. Because even I mean, without if, that, he's been pretty good.
1: If, if Dion Lewis stays healthy, which has been a question in the past. I think Lewis and Henry are a pretty good thunder and lightning combination because Lewis can catch the ball out of the backfield and get yardage. And Derek Henry is a, I mean, he's a pounded up the middle or across the line of scrimmage kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they make an interesting combo in that they're so different as runners.
0: Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I think that'll wrap up our talk about the Titans practice. Anything else you want to say about the NFL?
2: Um. No, I can't think of anything right now. Just uh, just an- another year of Titan football. My prediction is a stunning 8-8. Eight eight.
0: That's what I
2: said. <laughs> We're going to win, and I think a big part of our season depends on whether Deshaun Watson oh, stays yeah. healthy or is hurt. Definitely. If Deshaun Watson's healthy, I think we drop two to the Texans. If Deshaun Watson gets injured, I think we could win two or, or win
1: one.
0: I mean, people forget with Deshaun Watson healthy – they beat us what was it, like forty eight to seventeen or something. Yeah, that, it was it, i mean the biggest blowout of the season. I mean that and the Steelers. Well,
2: I seen was it, was the it blowout. how much the AFC South has swung in the last La- two three years. It was horrendous for years. Two ago.
0: years ago and Let now us it's thought it was the best of, yeah.
2: conference in football.
0: Two years ago it was by far the worst conference in football uh-huh. with the Titans being bad, yeah. the Jaguars being terrible, the Colts being pretty bad. And
2: uh I mean the Texans were sort of Texans
0: considered being good but they
1: weren't even that good okay. you know they quarterback They weren't
0: any sort of contender but you know, I think so that's yeah.
1: the, type, the biggest problem is they're stuck in a very tough division now yeah. with young quarterbacks young teams that are good yeah. you know it's going to be uh, it might be the 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 team, the division you'd like to least be in in pro football yeah. right now yeah.
0: everybody's going to be good it's, the Colts are the one question So yeah but yeah. uh
2: that's all I got
0: Yeah me too so uh, we'll, we'll move on to Tennessee real quick. And uh, one thing real quick, on the radio we heard that a lot of the coaches are very impressed with Ty Chandler because of his work ethic and that he's been – he doesn't talk very much. He doesn't whine or moan or groan, anything. He just uh, head forward and just listens to whatever they have to say and does whatever they have to say. And uh, I think he will be a very good player this year. So, well, um, it sounds
2: like the entire backfield is looking very promising. They like Ty Chandler. They like Tim Jordan. They like Madre London. They like the young Banks kid.
0: And, of and course, Madre like –
2: Even Fant, the big back. I think that right now the, the, the Vols have really, really good depth at tailback, led by a couple guys that are, I think, high-level guys. Mm-hmm. I think Chandler and um, – and uh, Jordan are really good running backs.
0: And Madre London is the transfer from Michigan State. They
2: said he carried the ball so, really well in the scrimmage on Sunday, that he's a yeah. slightly bigger back. But he's been around for
1: a long time, so he's carried the ball for Michigan State for years. Yeah. What The thing I heard that is somewhat a little concerning about the practice yesterday is that uh, Chris apparently did well, and Garantano turned it over a little bit or was not as – Dominant as he had been in previous scrimmages, yeah. and that Christ was—I uh, wouldn't say the better quarterback, but was more even with Garantano yesterday than he had been previously. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you'd like for Garantano to just step up and take the job, and that's I the agree. end of it. Uh, yeah, so I think Garantano will get concern. the job.
0: He has he's been doing shown very that he's well.
1: He's the uh, much
2: better, obviously physically. He can throw it. He can throw all the routes. He is. Very athletic. He's a good leader. Um, I think they'll go with Garantano at the end of the day. Um, but we'll have to just see. You know, Chris yeah. has been a good player from he's played a lot of football, so not a bad problem to have. They actually have two guys that are, you know, pretty legit at quarterbacks, so we'll see.
0: Personally I want Garantano to start. I think he's just uh And he will. I, I yeah, I just think I I like the entire idea of being a younger team and I think I just think that if Christ starts, I don't know that we'll have the same uh, chemistry and stuff with all the him being a fifth-year player with all these young players around him. I just think Gortano has been around them, has worked with them in summers and everything. I just think he has a better chemistry overall, even uh, after all. This is Garrett's third
1: year in Knoxville, redshirt uh, sophomore. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. you know, he's been around for a while. Uh yeah. So if he's going to improve, he needs to. Improve and get on with it now. Uh, yeah, I hope that Jawan Jennings and the receivers can uh, come good. through. I mean, it uh, sounds like Jennings is still a little bit hurt or not back completely from. What is his injury? His, his injury? I don't. Even, I don't even know. There's. Is it a leg
2: thing or what is it? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't yeah, know. I mean, his finger's fine, but he banged his
1: wrist or whatever from last year, right? That's not it, is it? Yeah, I don't think so. I think Jennings and Callaway and Brandon Johnson are pretty uh, good. I just and uh, had uh, a Ro- well, Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy. pretty good, That's too. A, yeah. yeah, I, I don't – I just think
2: that this team, you know, the, I think that the, maybe the biggest news is that quietly people are starting to think that Pruitt likes the team a little bit. That's true. He's starting to, he's starting to kind of it's, – it's hard for him to hold it back, that he likes the competition. He really likes – he's made a lot – he's alluded several times that he likes the kids he's recruited already. Like, they're not disappointing him, especially in the defensive backfield. We're going to start two freshman corners. What um, about
0: Schamberger? Will he not start?
2: It might be the nickelback. We'll see. But I don't know if he's going to start or not. But he's going to play. He's going to play for sure. Yeah. So you'll have Flowers. Uh, you'll have Taylor at the cornerback, two freshman corners, which, you know, I guess this is maybe the moment in the segment where you need to talk about your orange-tinted glasses. Uh, that we have two freshman cornerbacks starting, and I feel confident about it. That could be a nightmare. Against the top five <laughs> <quarterbacks>. <laughs> Who knows?
1: Kind of but treat. so
2: far against high-level, uh, you know, kids that have played a long time, our receivers, our receivers have been around the block, and it's not like our quarterbacks are chopped liver. They're playing well in
1: these scrimmages. I mean, full-contact scrimmages. So we'll see. We'll see when the lights go on, you know, uh, yeah. and they're in a big-time setting if they can – keep their cool and, you know, play up to their abilities, son. Uh, well, what I like about Pruitt on the, on the outside, he keeps
2: it really simple. It's man press. You know what I mean? It, it's not it's not exotic. It's there, there's not a lot going on. You, you just, it's mano a mano, best athletes. There's a lot of man-to-man coverage. So they just they keep saying that their athletic their athletic ability is all that they thought when they
1: recruited him. So we'll see. I think that when he came in and he uh, – during spring ball uh, – Pruitt was disgusted with the culture and the sort of the, the program itself and these, how soft these guys were. And he's embedded in them now, I think, a different way of playing football. Mm-hmm. And he's more pleased with what he sees. Yeah. So we'll see once the season starts how that translates.
2: They said that the, you not know, had a single there's been, I mean, there might be one. I don't know what one kid got thrown out for disciplinary reasons, but there hasn't been any just defections. There been yeah. very few defections of the guys, out? huh?
0: Who got kicked out?
2: Uh Jordan Allen, I think. Oh no, he's still there. It's, it was a, it's a D-end.
0: Kicked out of the school the or third, out of the... third
2: string DN. He just did something. Kicked
0: know. out of the school or out of the, the program, kicked out of the program,
2: kicked out of the school, yeah. kicked out of everything. Mm. Um but I just think that he he, he kind of I think that he he's happy with the weight training program in the off season. He seems happy there. Yes. And I think that the players Seem to like him, and there's been very little attrition, which is pretty rare. I and mean, we've, had, we've had about 100 t- coaching turnovers in the last, you know, 100 years. I feel like we've turned coaches over a thousand times. We've dealt with a lot of attrition. We didn't lose anybody.
1: Yeah. He kept everybody in the program, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. You know, what's been a revelation to me is how important strength and conditioning is. Yeah. You know, I just didn't understand how basic that was to a football team. And Pruitt comes in and they get get on it in strength and conditioning and turn the team around. That was one of the absolute
2: undoings of Butch Jones, the strength and conditioning program. When he lost that guy, what's his name, who was the tough guy who ran the weight room, you could see our toughness just go downhill. Um, But the last thing I was going to touch on is what we were talking about off air, is when we were talking about uh, Chance Hall actually having a chance to potentially be back. He was a kid who had... Very good freshman and part of his sophomore year uh, at tackle. I mean, he's a proven, pretty high-level SC player who's battled some leg issues, who seems to be, by all accounts, looking great
1: and a completely healthy. I heard him described today as looking better physically just in terms of his his size and his weight and his strength than he's ever looked since he's been up there. I mean, that's, that's a miracle, you know. Yeah. Uh, he must have gotten on the Alabama deer antler juice.
2: You know, like I don't. Pruitt Pruitt must have brought that over from Alabama. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, that's I don't. I don't have too much. Do you have anything, Will? You want to talk about with UT?
0: Um, I got a question
1: for you. What would? How would you describe a good year? Realizing our limitations, what what would you say would be a good year?
0: Well, I think I think eight and four would be a good year. I think realistically, I see seven and five. But I think it'd be a big to win if. My goal for the team is to win West Virginia and Florida. I think those are two games. Because, being honest, we're not going to beat Georgia. We're not going to beat Alabama. We're not going to beat Auburn. So those are the main three that are the big games. But then the teams that are good that I think we can beat. I think West Virginia is also a big game. Because I think that is a team that is good and very respected. And I think if we can beat them, that kind of – Puts our name up there as not just a, a fluky, uh, team after a terrible year. So, I am
2: hundred percent convinced, and you can refer back to twenty four minutes and ten seconds in episode ten here. Four. That the episode West Virginia, four. Episode four. Sorry, that the West Virginia game is going to be a really good ball game. Yeah. It's it's not no nobody's blowing anybody out. It's going to be a tight game. I think we'll play with a lot of toughness. I think we'll play good defense, and I think we have more athletes than they, they do. So it'll be kind of interesting, and we, we will not be injured at that point. Right. You know, our our problem is going to be once the season starts happening, we're going to have injuries like that always happen, and we're not going to have as much depth as Georgia and Alabama and Auburn have because they've been recruiting at a high level for five years straight. But I think in the first game or two, if we can just avoid injury, I think we'll compete pretty well. And hard. I think
0: Florida's a big game because that's – Huge a, game. Uh, of course, they got a new coach too, and I think it, it's just kind of – I feel like it was – the game were really the game I remember was when we missed the field goal to win. When it was Butch's price second season yeah. and their coach's first season, it was more of like a first time we they lost were nine, actually nine to
2: six. Yeah, you like that one? Fr-
0: no, no, no. The f- one where Dobbs cut the touchdown from oh Juwan my Jennings. Oh gosh. But uh, it's
2: the war that game gives me nightmares.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I think that was both teams are good. And it's gone downhill recently yeah. I mean last and now year I think lead, it'll, it'll the least be back talented, up talented
2: wo- two worst football teams I've ever seen take the field with UT yeah. Florida yeah. They, they were and terrible this, and we were terrible yeah. and it was a terrible terrible football game
0: and now I think this year uh, it'll be athletes on the field with Dan Mullen if you had to pick one Jordan.
2: game between Alabama Auburn and Georgia that you say something strange happens so out of one of those games, i are not going sure to get blown out in all three games. In one of those games, something funky is going to happen. Which, which one do you think it is? Georgia's at
0: Georgia. Yep.
1: Alabama is here. I, I think Alabama is, uh, let's see, where is the Alabama game No, this it's
0: year? at Alabama. It's, it, yeah. it's,
1: I think it's in Knoxville this year. Really? Right. It's an even year. I believe the even. can't remember. <laughs> so your, I'm going to count. Your games are in Knoxville. It always Actually, happened, if I remember. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. two years ago we
2: lost like eighty-eight to zero, and then, then last year, and uh, Bush Jones blended on everything, and then the following year we just got railroaded.
0: The, uh, so yeah, uh, I count out the. I, I'm gonna say Auburn because.
1: Uh, is Auburn I at home? That, I agree. No, at all. Jeez. I yeah. those.
0: I mean, I really don't think we'll win any of those if they're all away. Especially not Alabama, knowing how good they are. I'm but gonna go with
2: Georgia because really? I can't even count on my hand the number of t- times I mean, in my there are entire two life. No matter, matter how anybody. great Georgia thinks they are, and they always think they're better than they are, or we are. How many times Georgia's actually run away with a football game against the Vols and we were well coached? I can't. I can't. I,
1: Maybe once or twice in my whole life. We've surprised Georgia a lot. A lot. You know, yeah. When They've been the favorite, um, mm. but I, I kind of go with Auburn because I, I think Auburn. Auburn is not. Uh, on the they don't have a quarterback. With Alabama and uh, Georgia. Georgia, right
0: Georgia's two quarterbacks, Mark Fields and Jake Fromm, would both start at Auburn most likely, and okay. so I just think without. A, I mean, what's Stidham's good. He's no. He's not going to be amazing though, in my opinion. And then On Johnson is gone. Yeah. Uh, the big, uh, what's
2: his? Uh, Somehow Auburn Ford? always has five. linemen I think that's linemen his last name? That are Fifth year seniors on the O line. Yeah. I don't know how that. But like the
0: Ford, the four D, D Ford, I think his name was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he there last year? Was that two years ago? Uh,
1: I think it's two years ago. Oh yeah. Well, I would say they for, had
0: a big D lineman that's gone.
1: I would say for the year that uh, rather than put it on a one one loss record, I'd just like to see us be in the games yes and f- I agree. F- all four quarters in these games i don't want to see us blown out by the alabamas and the georgias anymore
0: yeah
1: and you know i think the west virginia if i'm going to lose one game i'll lose west virginia i'd rather beat florida and and yeah i, do. I think going into the year with a experienced fifth year you know near all american quarterback it's going to be pretty tough, but we we'll see. But if I had to choose one, I'll take the Florida game over the West Virginia game. What
0: would you take, Florida or West Virginia?
2: Um, I'm going to say to answer the original question because I'm I kind of got us a little long here. Sorry, is that uh, anything? It's just I agree completely with Grand Granddaddy. I just all I could do, all I got to do is watch the team yeah. in games, and I can tell you whether they're giving max effort or not. I've been watching it for so long, and. I just saw so much give up last year. It made me want to throw up. So, as long as we just really compete in every game for four quarters, that will matter to me. Uh, Record-wise, I think anything over seven wins is just – you cannot not be happy. Yeah, that means we've won a game or two that we just got out of there and stole it. You know?
1: Yeah. I hope we finish 7-5 or better and we're in a bowl game and we show in the bowl game well. That would be a good season, a really good season for me. Yeah. And then what would have the prospects of an even – Substantially better, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
0: uh, I think that pretty much sums up the podcast. It was uh, very fun talking about the Titans and Tennessee. Do you want? To is hear hear there MLB anything? We go I was going to ask anything you want to talk about about the MLB?
2: Um,
0: oh, the Cubs. We have to talk about that.
2: Well, yeah. That I was going to say, Mookie Betts hitting for the cycle is. Uh, I'm just being a Nashville person. That's very exciting. He went to Overton High School, which is two miles from my house. So I really am a big Mookie Betts fan, and that is such a hard feat to do in baseball. you know. Yeah. So that was, that's really exciting. And Why don't we all just say something that we think was cool about that?
1: So mine is Mookie Betts. What did you see this week in baseball that was fun to you?
0: Granddaddy, you go first.
1: I think the National League races are really good this year. They're all close, all three divisions. The American Leagues are, are runaways. <laughs> the the, Yanke- uh, the Red Sox and the Indians... And, well, the West has tightened up with the Astros uh, some now, but uh, those three are, domi- are dominant there. teams. Where in the National League, you've got, in all very close races, the Braves are the surprise team of the league to me. Yes. Uh, Tying with, with the Phillies for first place in the East at this point. And then the Cubs and Brewers, they're a pretty good race. And out West, it's pretty close between the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. And Giants and Rockies are all in it, aren't they? Will everybody's in it? I think, I think it the there.
0: Giants are a couple games back. But are other in... than that, I think everybody else. Is well,
1: the Pirates still in it at all in the Central. They faded. Uh, I think they're think... six or eight back. I tell you who's come back on some. Believe it or not, the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. You I can't get rid of the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. So... They're back to within, I think they're five out now. Something like God. that. Wow, that's that's insane. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess it speaks to the, or maybe it, I don't know the exact records, but. What, are the Cubs pacing behind what people thought they would be pacing at so, this point? Yeah. Probably. They yeah. have to be having a disappointing year yeah. to some degree. If the Cardinals are only five games back, the Cubs have a lot more talent than the Cardinals yeah. do. I think okay. they've
1: been disappointing on the mound. And they wanted
0: this, Machado. They wanted lots of big trades, and they didn't really get any. I think the
1: Cole Hamels addition is pretty good yeah, for, Cole the, Hamels for the uh, Cubs. Yeah, I agree. When is Chris Bryant back?
0: I
2: don't
1: know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He, they miss him terribly yeah. at, in the lineup. Uh, one, let me say one other thing about baseball. I think the – American League MVP race is That's uh, is very interesting between Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, uh JD Martinez and uh the Indians guy Ramirez. Or Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean those are four really really good players. Having major years. All I mean, of them have huge having years, knockout years uh and I I guess it'll come down to Betts and Trout uh, at the end of the day and I think Betts has got a heck of a chance given the fact he's on the Red Sox in a winter yeah. to, to beat Trout and be the MVP from uh, here in our town. It's kind of nice to have Mookie doing so well at, at such a young age. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, one quick thing. Uh, I'm sure anybody who's a sports fan knows about the Cubs last night. They, Scherzer absolutely pitched a gym, and he went through the seventh, I think. Uh, goes The Cubs... We're losing three to nothing going into the ninth inning and a reliever comes in, hits two batters, walks another one, and then, uh, gets, there were two outs.
1: Pinch hitter comes up. Pinch
0: hitter comes up. Base is loaded. Two, two count. The pitcher throws a low pitch and the Cubs player absolutely knocks it out it to center field. Uh. Pinch hitter.
1: Wald, I, I think, was yeah. his name. I'd never heard Somebody,
0: of him. Somebody. I haven't heard of him. But, but he hit but it just at it dead center. destroyed it to dead center, and uh, it, it had, was just amazing.
2: Field in the bleachers.
0: Yeah, it was just amazing. But uh, oh, I was also going to touch. Oh, go ahead. I, I
2: was, was going to say one thing. Say it, While okay. we're loading up the just, just kind of random firing. I just want to say I think the most underrated player, even though I think he might have been World Series MVP, but he's never talked about. And I think he's just such a good player as Ben Zobrist. He's a great. Brooks yeah. Obrist is one of the absolute m- most pure hitters I have. He barrels up the ball every single time I watch his at bats. He
1: he's does. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll get ten or he'll get ten pitchers or more every time he's up. I know. He at, hits 307 every year. Even when he makes it out, he wears the pitcher out. God, uh-huh. So good. You know, uh, a topic for another day might be the changes in baseball sort of what they call positionless baseball. Yeah, I know. I mean, the Cubs are playing guys in every position. I mean, they've got guys that go from second to left field to third base all in the same game. You know, they're drafting accordingly now. You know that,
2: right? They're drafting yeah. positionless players, people that can play a bunch of positions from, you know, pull second base yeah. in the outfield to short shortstop between short and third, like guys who
1: can play every position. People yeah. analogize it to basketball where – it's sort of positionless basketball now. Yeah. Everybody's six eight, yeah, and they can yeah, do exactly shoot threes and all that. Yeah, but the players are flexible, and the uh, the shift plays into this as well because guys are all over the field. And the shift third baseman are sometimes on the other side of the shortstop. Well, you would thrive in
2: positionless baseball
0: because yeah. you
2: played a lot of second, short, third, and Outfield. center, and some center. Yeah, you 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 would really be good that.
0: Yeah, and so. Uh... My last thing, like, as my granddad touched on it, I think the uh, AL MVP race is mm. very exciting with uh, bets hitting, I think, like, 340-something. Lead the league, I believe. J.D. martinez I, I think... Seriously? Still? I think so. I knew what the all-star break he was, oh, but then... Uh, I just think, real quick, the last thing is J.D. Martinez. How... I don't physically know how you can have a better year than that. Yeah. He leads the MLB in RBIs. He was the first to 100. I think he did that maybe yesterday. He got to 100. He leads the league in home runs with I think 35, maybe, uh, and is hitting 332 or something like that. He's got
1: a chance to the out. Like, yeah, that's He's
0: anywhere from 330 to 340. I don't. Jeez. I don't know how you can have a better year than that with that kind of average, which is better than like Altuve, and then have the biggest, best power in the MLB and driving the most runs. I just. I think he's an absolutely crazy player, and I think
1: kind of, he's kind of a quiet player, so you might not see him. But I, yeah, you know, it points out the problems in baseball with the big market teams. You know, just buying players, uh-huh. unlike football, where you have to think through your squad and everybody pays the same amount to all the players but J.D. Martinez was a heck of a signing by the Red Sox <laughs> no doubt yeah
0: and then uh, so one last thing and this will be short I think just to sum this up I think anybody between Jose Ramirez Mike Trout J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts would be MVP in pretty much any year except for this year yeah
2: it's with crazy. all
0: all of their production of R- course
2: Trout's going to be there every yeah, single year Mike Trout, Trout is is who he, he is hey, yeah.
0: he's just amazing and then uh, Jose Ramirez has insane power out of nowhere this year and is hitting, I think, like 300. And so his uh, – I think his power is what really stands him out right now. Yeah. He, I mean, he's second in the MLB in home runs, I believe, as a – I think he's like 5'10". Watch out for the insane. Indians because so, they yeah. can
1: throw Kluber and they got Francisco Lindor and
0: Jose Ramirez,
1: Jose Ramirez coming at you. They're a pretty tough team. Yeah. We'll save the topic for the
2: change in um, starters versus bullpen and how few innings pitchers uh, pitch, starting pitchers pitch uh, for another podcast. But I just want to say I watched the 30 for 30 about the Dodgers with Oral Hershite the other night. Hershiser threw nine innings about fifteen games. Yeah, I mean, that season alone. he threw well, like it just made, just made me miss that era. Like, he just threw at least eight or nine innings every every Wasn't adding. it
0: nine games straight of complete of complete well, game 59
2: shutout? And a half innings. He I think threw he went scoreless, so whatever that is.
0: I think he went nine games with throwing.
2: Yeah, it was a lot. It was it was, it was insane. No,
0: it wasn't nine.
2: Yeah, we'll say that. That's a good. Uh, that's a good lead into the next. So. Five
0: games. uh – Thank you for listening to episode four of Terrell Talk. Thank you, granddaddy, for coming on the show. My pleasure. And we will definitely have you back. Thank you. And uh, thank you to all the listeners. Thanks, Dad, for doing it again. And uh, signing off on Terrell Talk episode four. Thank you.